Hi, man. Welcome to the Gladiator Planet. <laughs> Hello, my lovely friends. Thanks for joining me today on The Positive Present. My name is Rebecca Oaks, and I'll be your host today. This week, I'm reflecting on this last year in lockdown and the COVID-19 pandemic. If you aren't already, follow me on Instagram at The Positive Present to stay connected. Enjoy. I've been really wanting to talk about the impact the pandemic has had on my life. Looking at the last year, it's now been a year since everything started with the lockdown and it's been really interesting for me to reflect on the things I've learned and the skills I've learned and being able to really advocate for my mental health and being able to try to help other people advocate for their mental health to really slow down and desire that connection from those around me and those that I interact with and to see people for who they are and meet them in their struggles and leave them better than how I found them. I don't think that I would have started this podcast had there not been a pandemic. I don't think I would have felt that need to connect or that need to put myself out there. I probably would have just been satisfied in my own little bubble and I don't really like change and so I get really comfortable with my surroundings and the people that I tend to see a lot and honestly my family is so big that I could easily be kept busy just visiting all of them and not being able to see them regularly has been really hard but it's also been really beautiful to find different ways to connect with them. I have felt very grateful for Stephen for his resilience and support. He's been my rock in this in this whole thing. I honestly don't know how I would have done it without him. He's been my sounding board and my shoulder to cry on and he just listens and doesn't take offense for the most part, as long as I'm not calling him out on something, you know, he'll be that neutral in my life that I need to be able to sort out what my opinions are and what my feelings are. And it's been so wonderful to have our relationship grow too. With having him work from home and I get to see him a lot more, I always wanted him to have a job where he could work from home. So it's been really nice to see that, oh, you can work from home with this job. But didn't I didn't think it was possible. It is a lot easier if he goes into the office, but most of it can be done working from home. So that's been really nice to discover that as well. I have felt that with having anxiety and with feeling overwhelmed most of the time with my situation, being stay-at-home mom, homeschooling, and having a lot of the responsibility on my shoulders, being able to advocate for myself and speak up when I need help or speak up when I need a break. And Stephen's allowed that. He's just taken over and I get whatever it is I feel like I need. He's supportive of that. And even with starting this podcast, I feel like it's or continuing this podcast, starting it was easy because <laughs> I I think my first episode, I just talked into my phone and then I posted it and I didn't edit it. I didn't do anything. Whereas once I started doing the interviews and I started having all the technical difficulties with variation in sound, someone would be loud and I'd be quiet or the opposite and losing clips and, you know, just a huge headache. I, it wasn't really what I thought I was getting myself into. I thought I was just going to be talking into my phone and posting it. Super easy. But it's, it's been interesting to see that it does take a lot of work and I've really appreciated all of the podcasts that I've listened to, all the work that that takes. 
I've also been able to appreciate the support that I've gotten from Steven and that, you know, he'll take over and I get my time to record and I can edit while the kids are walking around and screaming or playing or whatever. But the recording, it does have to be in a quiet house. So during nap time is usually ideal. So I'm recording right now during nap time and Steven's holding down the fort and it's great. So we've come into this nice little kind of dance of when I get my podcasting time and it just wouldn't be possible without Steven. There'd be a lot more screaming and interruptions and broken thoughts. I've tried to do it with just me and the kids and my thoughts are all over the place or I'm like, why are you doing that? Get down from there. Don't touch that. Why are you screaming? Why are you just yelling for no reason at all? Nobody's here. They're not aware of their surroundings at all. They're probably just, they're just in their own little world. It's wonderful. I want them to be children. I want them to play, but it's just not conducive with recording. So this has been really nice to be able to just have this time for me to talk and debrief myself and just kind of decide what my opinions are on things. We just recently watched A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and it's a story about Mr. Rogers and a man interviewing him and his experience with that. I've put off watching it because I was pretty sure it was going to be sad or emotional. And I was right. I bawled like halfway through it or like a lot of times through it, not just halfway. (laughs) I bawled a lot. And I don't really like crying. Like it gives me a headache and I feel like exhausted after I cry. So I usually avoid those movies, but I was pretty sure I had heard good things and I heard it was going to be good. So we watched it. And in the movie, there's just so many different moments that I was like, yes. That is what I need to remember. That is what I need. And, you know, being okay with my past and being okay with my history of people who have wronged me or people who have hurt me or people who have influenced me or people who I was close with and we were best friends and then we don't talk anymore or people that I had these amazing, uplifting, powerful experiences with or, you know, just this broad variety of people that have influenced me and have uplifted me and helped me become the person I am today and being grateful for that. There's a moment in the movie where Mr. Rogers does this with the journalist and they just have a moment to thank all those people who shaped him into the man he is today. I've had moments where I've done that. I've sat and I've either prayed and thanked the Lord for sending those people into my life or for the different things that I learned from different people. But I don't think I've ever sat down and thought of every single person that has influenced me into the person I am today, be it good or bad. I've only done the good. I've only done the positive. I've never thought of it in that way. But I would need to be grateful. And I have come to a place now where I can be grateful for those experiences or situations that I've been in that have brought sadness into my life, that have brought grief, that have torn me down and really made me feel weak. So I can understand when somebody going through it is struggling and they don't want to talk about it or they don't know how they could ever be happy again. I've been there and I felt it and it's, it's awful. But also that there is light after grief. There is happiness and joy in life that is meant to be experienced by everybody. And as we overcome and become stronger, the sadness, it doesn't fully go away, but it does let up and we are able to feel that joy and that peace again. And I'm grateful for inspiration in the smallest thing, like a little seed or in the smallest child, that simplicity 
that beauty. That's what it means to live. The carefree childhood that maybe I never had. Being able to observe it or being able to experience that carefree feeling as an adult is something to be appreciated as well. I know that people aren't perfect and I'm going to have a lot more things in my life that are going to be difficult and painful. I know it. That's part of being human. But I love to worry about what I'll do in those situations. What I'll do if the worst case scenario were to happen. And I just worry about it. But I, I just heard something the other day. They said, if you worry about what's going to happen when something bad happens, then you are setting yourself up to experience it twice. You have to feel those feelings twice because you plan it out and feel that grief. And then when you go through it, you feel the grief. So you might as well just experience it once and enjoy the goodness that life has when it is good. There is one more topic. It's just been coming back over and over to me in the last few weeks with the pandemic continuing on and not really I mean we've had some restrictions let up just this just a couple days ago but something I've noticed with this pandemic is that people are kinder and more gracious when you can't do something or when you fail for example I felt very overwhelmed and I felt very inadequate with my abilities to homeschool in a pandemic and to mother in a pandemic and to just run a household in a pandemic. And yet I also feel like my life hasn't changed too much on a whole because I did homeschool before and I had five kids before the pandemic and I, you know, I had a home before that we were doing renovations on before the pandemic. And I don't feel like a lot has changed, but I found that the narrative or that people's acceptance has totally changed. I've felt myself apologizing for things and having people be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, we're all in this together. You know, we're all having a hard time. It's okay. It's totally okay that you're struggling because everybody's struggling. And I think that's been uh, one of the positive things that have come out of the pandemic, but also one of the surprising things that I realize now That was never a narrative before of especially moms against moms kind of thing. It was more like, well, I'm doing it. Why can't you do it? And I'm not struggling. And I have, you know, that that comparison, whereas like everybody is overwhelmed. Everybody's struggling and everybody's in lockdown. So we're all we literally are all in this together. And yet I'm just finding myself really grateful for the experience that I've been able to see people's opinions change on what it really means to be all in this together. And I've been grateful for the grace that has been shown me as I've tried to navigate this whole thing and that there's been that patience and kindness instead of judgment that I felt. And it was just really interesting to me to to realize that that wasn't something that we said before. Like, we're all in this together has only started after the pandemic because we literally are all in lockdown and we are all experiencing these things. And I feel like it's one of the first times, I mean, it's the first time in my life that I can remember that people have had that mentality of like, we're all on the same page. And there's something beautiful about that. And in no way am I grateful for the pandemic. I feel like it's been very difficult and very tragic and harmful to a lot of people with either getting COVID or 
having lasting effects from COVID or having mental health issues because of the lockdowns and no access to resources and just the stress and everything with that with the pandemic. But also I can now looking back see that there is those moments of grace. There is those moments of beauty and there's those moments of that connection that people are reaching out to each other People are lifting each other up and people are connecting in a way that we never felt necessary before. And yet now that everyone's struggling, we're almost drawn to each other all the more. And we're almost drawn to help each other out and to check up on each other and see how they're doing. Because we know we're not okay. So everyone else, let's check up and see how they're doing. And I'm grateful for the friendships that I've continued through the pandemic and the friendships that I've gained during the pandemic. I'm grateful for the lives that have touched mine and the kindness that has been shown me. It's made it so much more bearable knowing that we are all in this together and that we are all just trying to find that happiness, to find that peace, and to come through on the other side better and stronger, more compassionate and loving. And that's what I hope for all of us. And I hope we can all see the goodness and the light over this last year. Hold on to that. And I hope we can continually look for those moments of connection, those moments of compassion, and those moments of love. So we can look for the good in others and see the good that they are doing and build up and uplift each other. Because we truly are all in this together. Have courage and be kind. We're doing kindness, doing goodness, doing goodness, doing magic.